It's time to rev it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show. Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts. And now, with riding on their minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. All right, everybody. It is Monday, May 23rd, Motorcycle Mondays. And this is your host, Gina Woods, with our Sin City Girls. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hello. Penny FXR here. Dazzling in the house. Las Vegas, Nevada. K-Shop 1400. With our full throttle. Full throttle studios. We're jinxing. We're saying it together. Jinx. All right. It is is, um, May celebration for Motorcycle Safety Awareness Month. And the annual campaign is held each spring by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to promote safe driving and riding practices to reduce the number of fatalities and injuries on the roadways for motorcyclists. And we've, in Chicago, gotten off to a rocky start. I'm gonna tell you what, we've had a lot of accidents. And uh, Doslyn, you share this with me. When I was there in January, right after I left, we'd heard about a a lot of incidents in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, it's uh, worse than ever here. You know, there's a lot of distracted driving, impaired driving in Las Vegas, but we face this every year about this time. I think that's why they have motorcycle awareness in May is because that's the time when we all start throwing our leg back over the seat. Um, and uh, you've got more people taking to their motorcycles with the price of gas, grabbing more motorcycles. So you're going to see more, more and more of it, I think in 2022, as people are just trying to get back on their motorcycles to commute from A to B. Yeah, yeah, I think so as well. Um, you know, we have a lot of the things going on with the weather. Um, you know, the, the weather has really changed for the most part. And I think that that has something to do with, we've got a lot of, we've got a real heavy rainy spring season in Chicago now. Um, yeah. You know, and I think it's, it's a combination of all the factors, but certainly distracted driving and a lot of left-hand turns in front of motorcyclists. Yeah, you know, in Las Vegas, there is a special type of petroleum that they put into the concrete, into the asphalt to keep it from cracking in the summer heat. And so as it starts to warm up, there's this slickness on the asphalt that happens and it's real. And um, people just need to be careful as it gets hotter and hotter. It's almost like what you guys have to experience with black ice in uh, Nevada, we experienced that. And you'll see it as you're getting onto on-ramps, you have to be really careful, off-ramps. It's funny that you say that, because I had no idea. And today when I left, and it's pretty hot, it was really hot yesterday. Sure, get a little sure squirrely. Enough, man, I got yeah. a little squirrely, and I was wondering why. Yeah, That's and when we get those uh, summer uh, summer rains when it starts, and you get a little bit yeah. of water on top yeah. of that too, yeah, it can be uh, it can be a scary situation. So, and we watch out out there. We experience that through tollways because you'll get a, you'll get a uh, an easy sheet of gas, oils, and so forth. Um, so we, you know, those are things to watch out. All of those things are things to watch out. And we're going to have Andrea Yu on. She's the director of communications at the Motorcycle Safety Foundation. She is going to join us in this show to give us uh, 
um, a little bit more insight to some of those safety factors as well. Yeah, she's a super dynamic lady, right? Been around for a while. She has. And uh, 10 years, USA Today feature editor. I mean, how impressive is that? She doesn't look old enough to have done that in her (laughs) lifetime. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's been been with Smoller Sickle Safety Foundation for quite a while as well. And she's going to join us uh, this evening on the show, as well as we have a feature with Karen Davidson for Chicks on 66. And we're, we're, um, we're dressed appropriately, yeah. right? We all we are. Harley <laughs> wear on. And I'm so excited about talking to her. What a dynamic person. And to have such a male dominated industry led by such a boss chick Um, i'm looking forward to that interview tonight yeah for sure so she's been head creative director for harley davidson and we have seen just the amount of women's clothing improve over the years um god i i remember joe giovanoni saying back in the day that all she had was these heavy jackets and these chaps and boots that were made for guys because she'd been riding for like 45, 50 years now. And Karen's been with, with Harley Davidson since 1989. And she uh, had her own leather line to begin with, and then switched over and became the creative head and has just gone balls out since. Yeah, totally. I, I'm a uh, retail Harley addict anyway. Let me just admit, I'm addicted <laughs> to Harley retail. And uh, when it swapped over, my girls we would go to the Harley dish and I'd be like, Please don't let me go to the retail section. Please, nobody let me. Yeah, I worked for Bartels Harley Davidson for a couple of years, and that was my treat was being able to get as as much motor clothes as I could possibly get. You know, at I my was, price. I was there. I worked for Illinois Harley Davidson, and I oh, I, nice. I had quite the collection myself. So yeah, it was all about it's all about. And now I it's it's real funny because I I'm not a t-shirt wearer of Harley stuff, but I'll wear like a nice. I'll wear these. I like these, yeah. you know, but I'm not a big t-shirt wearer, but uh, so we've got uh, Karen. She's going to join us later on in the show. And then we've got such a speed because that's where I'm heading this week to the sense of speed in Tennessee. So we've got Randy Detroit Hayward with us. This cat, you know, I didn't know him until uh, Andy go, uh, Andy George set me up with him from sense of speed. And, um, I started looking him up and I thought, wow, this cat is pretty cool. So we're going to have you guys check it out uh, later on in the show. And that'll wrap up our show. And we'll tell everybody what great things are going on for Memorial Weekend. And uh, that'll be it. So without further ado, let's welcome all of our listeners to 1400 AM, the Full Throttle Law Studios at K-Shop in Las Vegas and also um, to Open Road Radio Facebook, to YouTube. Please check out the YouTube um, page as well. Give it a like and give it a share. And please subscribe to Open Road Radio on YouTube. Motorcycle Mondays every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, <laughs> coast to coast. That's a lot to say. without further ado ladies let's bring up andrea you 
Spending an afternoon riding your motorcycle is one of the best things you can do. I mean, it's so great for your body and your soul and your mind. And it's just such a fun way to spend an afternoon. As motorcyclists, our profiles are much narrower, and that means a lot of car and truck drivers don't see us right away. So a good strategy to use is to ride as if you're invisible. Driving is a full-time task, and AAA would like to remind car and truck drivers that it doesn't allow for distractions. You can't have distractions while you're driving because it could have deadly consequences. It's important to be aware of where motorcyclists are because motorcycles are, are smaller in profile. So take a second look before changing lanes. Sometimes we forget about these simple skills that we have and simple courtesies and it will really be helpful to other riders and drivers on the road just by using your turn signals before changing lanes. So let's be patient with one another out there, whether you're a driver, motorcyclist, pedestrian or bicyclist. We all want to look out for each other because we're a big community out on the road. And that was a great word for the Motorcycle Safety Awareness um, Month, Motorcycle Safety Foundation. Uh, Andrea, that was a great clip. Thank you. Yeah, it was actually fun to do as well. Yeah. So tell us, is that every year do they um, come up with new, um, new clips, new technologies to address for Motorcycle Safety um, Month? Well, you know, actually, the technologies always improve on motorcycles and in cars and trucks. And one thing we do say this year is that people shouldn't just rely on the technology in their trucks and cars, like, you know, the side view mirror indicators or their cameras. They should actually turn their head, check their blind spot. Like, those are not replacements for a driver's good judgment. So always, always be actively looking for motorcyclists. We're using a hashtag CMotorcycles to try to get the word out. Absolutely. Well, you've been in the industry for quite a while. Um, you've got an a, a extensive career in motorcycling, some 15 some years. Um, how long have you been with the MSF as Director of Communications? Uh, I've been with the MSF for about six years, uh, but I've been riding motorcycles over 20 years. So I started riding. It was just a fun way to commute. Um, and when I got my license, just as we tell everyone, if you want to learn to ride, the best way is to go get trained. So I took an MSF course. It was a two-day class. I had a lot of fun. And after I passed the test, I got my uh, motorcycle endorsement, which I took to the DMV. And that's how I learned to ride and got my license. And it's just been lots of fun and adventures since. Yeah, people ask me if I can help teach them how to ride. And I always tell them, I couldn't even teach my own children how to drive. You need to go <laughs> learn to ride from a professional. That's how I did. You know, I bought a bike. I didn't even know how to turn it on. Didn't know mm -hmm. how to start it. Then I went to the college and I took the class. And I think that's the way to do it. You don't, you don't learn bad habits from people that, you know, uh, that's how they've always done it. But I, I agree with you. The best is to take it from somebody whose job is to teach you how Absolutely. to ride a motorcycle. Absolutely. Right. And you know, I actually 
became a writer coach myself uh, about three years ago. So it's just been a lot of fun teaching. But like you said, too, the best thing about these MSF courses, which are available, um, 46 states in the military, U.S. military worldwide use the MSF curriculum. Um, but you get to use the school's motorcycle. So you don't have to worry about, you know, dropping or scratching your own bike. You don't even have to buy a motorcycle yet. It's a really easy way to get into it and try it. Um, a lot of sites provide helmets too, for you to use. Mm -hmm. I always tell people just go get your own. I mean, (laughs) I I, I don't like to wear other people's sticky helmets. So, um, it should be something you're comfortable in. Right. And then I'm like, if you're taking the class, just be optimistic. Like you're going to pass and you're going to ride. So you need a helmet. So, um, you get that. And then they also go over so many important tips. Like, um, and actually like, if you haven't been riding for a while, we have returning riders who maybe, you know, when they were younger, they were riding, then they got married, had kids. So they had to put the bike away. When you go back to ride, take another course, get a refresher course. They will go over how to look over your bike. Like, even if you just put it away for the winter and take it out again, um, if you go to msf-usa.org, there's a whole list of like, they call it T-clocks. So ways to inspect your bike before you go out and ride. Cause the last thing you want to do is you're 40 miles away from home and then you get a flat tire. So yeah. yeah, um, yeah and other things, but um, all about that. Ma- all about the maintenance before pre-maintenance. Yes. Absolutely. And then we talk a lot too about, um, wearing proper gear, you know, making sure you're protected because you don't have a cage around you. Um, your gear is your protection. And then of course, more importantly is having smart street strategies. So knowing how to look out for hazards, always riding very defensively, but also hyper aware. Um, I almost feel like it's like, you know, ninja skills. You saw me riding that ninja, but now it's like ninja skills. You know, you're always seeing things before they happen. Um, you do use your all your senses. That's what I love about motorcycles. You use all your senses. All it's true. My my son is 20 and, uh, you know, he had ridden on the back with me, you know, growing up. And mm-hmm. he finally at 19 years old, he's 20 now, said he wanted to start riding. And I said, all right. I said, you're not going to ride a motorcycle living under my roof until you take the MSF course, you know, nice. my daughter oh, and I took it together. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah so he, he did and he loved it. And then he brings home all this gear and I forget what brand helmet it was, but anyway, it was like $700 for a helmet. My first reaction was oh my God. Oh, okay. It's $700 helmet. Right on. <laughs> for a $700 head. You go with yeah, your Simpson. Yeah, yeah. So he's yeah, all geared yeah. up riding a, an enduro and just loves it. So. Oh my gosh. That's so much fun. It's yeah. actually also off-road safety week. So we got off-road. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. I okay. recently just signed up to take the uh, MSF instructor course next year here in Nevada. We only offer it in Nevada once a year. And so they just finished doing that. So uh, next year, I'm going to be taking it and uh, becoming Yay. a certified instructor. I'm looking forward to it. I My, love uh, Full Throttle Law is sponsoring me to do it. So. Awesome. No, I love hearing that. We definitely need, I always say this any, who, to anyone who listen, we need more women um, rider coaches because women do have a different way to connect with people. And especially there are, I've been seeing more and more women in my classes. And honestly, like, I think there's just a whole other level of comfort when you're talking to a woman and learning from another woman. So I, we really, really want to do more with women rider coaches for sure. So yes, please. please We see that you are on the open road. Tell us a little bit about the current campaign that Ride With Us is about and what you're doing about it. Absolutely. Yeah. You just happened to catch us. We're going to Casper, Wyoming. There is an outdoor writers um, 
the conference. But Ride With Us is basically going to people who don't yet ride, but may have interest. You know, they're curious about it. So it's a, a 30 to 45 minute experience. Um, we bring them the bikes, we bring the gear, and they just get enough. They get a taste of it. So they'll mm-hmm. ride, you know, get them to maybe ride a circle or mm-hmm. two maybe three and then we cut it off and then they want more and then we're like okay if you want more take the full class and yeah. you know learn I to ride that. So, I, I, saw that yeah. I saw that at the uh, moto fest in uh texas last year and i was i praised uh cinnamon um for that yeah, i thought it was yep. a fantastic opportunity for people to get involved oh absolutely and everyone everyone has fun i mean and it's also just a great way to try because for the you know 0.01% of the person who tried it and at least they tried it in a safe place and like yeah it's not quite for me but we wanted them to do it somewhere safe with professionals around yeah it looked totally it looked completely safe and there were they had a good crowd a good group of people there waiting to to try it so and, and it was on grass to, <laughs> yeah well and according to cinnamon over half of the participants were women Oh, fantastic. Nice. Yeah, I did see a lot of women. So I wonder how many of those go actually to the DMV within a certain amount of time to grab their license. Have you guys got stats on that? Well, no. And so this is just an intro. So what they would yeah. need to do is then sign up for a class um, the cells from their state. And, you know, right. I'm wondering yeah. how many of those that do that actually go through and follow through to a yeah. class. We don't have stats on that yet. Uh, we just started that last year. I mean, the, the ride with us. So yeah. it might take some time. But yeah, we're trying to follow up and see what, if we can find out some more. It'd be interesting to see how, that, how that's playing out. I, I would think it's very positive because I'm, I'm hearing always hearing about more and more riders. So I, I would think oh, yeah. that that's very positive. Yeah. Fantastic. So tell us what you'll be doing when you when you get down there. Or up there. So, You're going up, right? <laughs> we are going up, yeah. Um, so we're going to be introducing people. They're signing up and they're going to get geared up with me. And then I'm just going to walk them through the simple steps of like, you know, the friction zone. Um, we're going to start them with, we call them like power walking. So they keep both feet down and the engine pulls them forward, but we're using the friction zone the whole time. And so just giving them their very first ride um, and then giving them more information if they wanted to learn more, <laughs> if they want more information where they can go to actually take a full class um, and do that. So hopefully we'll get more people interested in riding and uh, looking into doing more power sports. Well, that's fantastic. We appreciate that you do the uh, these campaigns, the Ride With Us campaign, uh, the Motorcycle Safety uh, Awareness Month uh, campaigns. I saw a great interview with you on um, Fox News. That was fun. Oh, thank you. That yep, was that yep. was very fun. And um, I think people just need to spread the word and share, share Absolutely. the road, spread the share word, the share road the road. So important. And we just want to tell people too, like, just be kind to everyone, you know, like kind to each other, whether you're just a pedestrian, a bicyclist, car driver, truck driver, motorcyclist, scooter rider, whatever. We're all people. We're all, <laughs> we all have families and loved ones. So just see, be past, you know, the helmet, see the person. Um, and also, <laughs> We ask drivers to like use your turn signals. I know people don't love to do that, but it really does help. Um, and then also another tip we always tell drivers is make sure you give motorcyclists some space to maneuver. Um, yes. Also, a lot of times, you know, when you're riding, if you want to slow down, you might not use your brakes. So your brake like might not come on. So just give them space, like don't tailgate so that if we just roll off the throttle or use the engine braking, you know, they're not running right into us. 
You guys are doing a great job. We appreciate the new campaigns. I love that Motorcycle Safety Foundation, Motorcycle Industry Council, um, the Right For Us programs, uh, Right With Us programs are, are more uh, evident now than ever. I think you guys have taken a big step up to make sure that people see and participate in these programs. And we appreciate that you are a great sponsor of Open Road Radio. So with that, we wish everybody the rest of a great uh, May month and uh, and a safe holiday weekend as well coming Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you, Gina. Thank you, Thank ladies. You. Great time. Thank nice you so you. much. So Have a great weekend out there. And we will thanks. talk to you very soon. Thank you, Andrea. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Take care. Okay. All right. That was a great interview with Andrea Yu. And we have got another feature. We've got Karen Davidson sitting in the wings, and we're going to bring her up right after these messages. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, Tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. Are you ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Harley-Davidson is synonymous with trips, traveling, and women riders. Harley-Davidson supports all women riders, and they are excited to support the AMCA Riveters Club first event, Chicks on 66, a 14-day cross-country ride June 11th through the 26th that follows Route 66 from Chicago, Illinois to Santa Monica, California. Harley-Davidson hosts Chicks on 66 launching the ride from the Harley-Davidson Museum on Friday, June 10th, where the day's schedule will include rider registration, motorcycle tech check, meet 
meet-and-greet, dinner, riders' meeting, and optional museum tours. On Saturday, June 11th, riders will depart for Chicago, setting forth on Route 66 on Sunday morning. Follow along on Harley-Davidson's website, Derivators, and Open Road Radio's Facebook page, where you can see, hear, and follow the stories and interviews from Harley-Davidson representatives and these 40-some motorcycle enthusiasts. That's Chicks on 66 Cross Country Ride, June 11th through the 26th. Check it out on Open Road Radio. Warm weather means more friends, more road trips, more fun, and more people on the road. But it also means more distractions. Summer brings out motorcycle riders, so please remember to look twice, even three times, to see motorcycles and to cut down on distractions while driving. Let's keep this summer fun. You know what? It's it's so good to be getting back out. You know, I can't wait to see you somewhere. You know, fantastic. Well, you're going to see us yeah. soon. I hope we we I have hope, none yeah. other than Karen Davidson with us right now <laughs> online. And uh, Karen, where are you at? It looks a little hazy. Um, there. I am. I'm in California. I'm actually okay. at my house. Yeah, in Cali. So yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So, can't, yeah. So we are um, interviewing today on behalf of Chicks on 66, and it's been so wonderful that Harley-Davidson has supporting, but Harley-Davidson has always been supportive of women, uh, women groups and women's rights and women riding. Um, and you've been at it for quite a while. You've been at it for a, for a minute, for a hot minute. Hot minute. Yeah, you got. Yeah, I think you and I were at it like when, we pull up in the gas stations and somebody would say, you know, um, is that your bike? You know, <laughs> yeah, right? looking bike. for looking right? for you the know? dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know how to start it. Anyway, yeah. We've been, you know, Harley's been so supportive. We've tried different things and we really support women riders and women groups. And, uh, you know, and we keep doing it. And, and, <laughs> and the more groups of women that ride, the more energizing and inspirational it is. Right. So um, we have the best time together on the road. We, when women get together, it's just, it's just great. So yeah, I, anything new, which is, this is new, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're open arms, embracing this, um, kicking off at the museum, which is awesome. Yeah. That's really exciting. And are you going to be, are you going to be there? You know what? I hope to be, I do have an internet because everything's kind of ramping back up. I might be overseas at the European hog rally. So we will see how that goes and how things play out. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure you, you get pulled in all different directions and <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of all of it you want to do. I'm sure it's, yeah. it's got to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because but uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. So, uh, what's you know, things are just opening up, and there's a lot of things that are coming back. Some are holding back. Um, what are some of the current projects that you're involved with? You know what? It's really exciting just to know that you know our reach and marketing um, is going in a lot of different directions. So, as I contribute to the company going forward, you know, I'm I'm happy to be out. I'm happy to be with various groups and, and different campaigns and programs that we're working on. Um, there's some exciting things happening in apparel. I still, you know, I'm touching base and checking in and, and we're, there's all kinds of things happening there. I can't really speak to future product, but you know, <laughs> Harley is like 
on such a good path. We've got such good demand. I love senior management right now. It's just like, you know, re-energized and, and coming off of the, the two-year lockdown and everything. Um, things are going really, really well. I'm excited about our new bike too, with the Pan Am and, you know, it's just all new riding experiences, right? So yeah, it's, it's so good. <laughs> in, in uh, 2014, I bought my first Harley. And um, the reason I bought it is because my daughter said, mom, when are you going to buy a Harley and not another t-shirt? And I said, well, I guess I should go tomorrow, right? Yeah. And I remember when I would go into Harley and I would have to get a t-shirt and then take it to my girl to have it blinged, right? Because you didn't have right. all this right stuff back then and so when i remember somebody saying well harley's <laughs> granddaughter has taken charge of the retail for women and so like at what point did you realize there really needed to be more glitz and glamour for the ladies in the retail side of harley and in, in moto clothes um, from very early on very early on i mean you know i grew up where you know the the, the guy and the gal were mad right you just like they all wore the same jacket and it was a little shorter right so right. immediately when i was almost you know early on i was doing some freelance work but as women came into the sport and as we renovated our dealerships and you know there was space on the floor there was no question that we were going to lead the market with doing the right things that women wanted number one we had to fix the fit and <laughs> yeah. number two was you know change colors and do inlays and do all that stuff so you know and and great embellished and bling stuff you know i i grew up um looking at a lot of custom apparel custom motorcycles you know i was always following willie around to shows and actually riders and what riders do to their bikes and their apparel inspired me from when i was you know very young so i couldn't wait to get to the opportunity where we could like customize better and i think we have a, we have a lot of offerings now and hopefully yeah. you know we just keep being inspired and improving, but yeah. Oh um, and what do you remember I like about it is the sizing now is so consistent. I don't have to try things on. Like I know that if I'm an XL, I can go and pull four XLs off and I'm going to get home and they're all going to fit the same. They're not going to be like a different XL. So, uh, I appreciate no, that good. about the company. So thank you for that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, We're here to make everybody look good. You know, yeah. what I, I said the same thing earlier. I said, you know, Jojo Vanoni back in the day when she started riding, she used to have just, you know, look like a, a dude, you know, she used to look <laughs> like a dude besides her humongous rock and her beautiful hair. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you would, you would have known the difference, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> oh, she was just, oh, God funny. love her. You know, one of the, one of the trailblazers for all of us. Right. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. They, oh. There's, there's a few of you that, that definitely yeah. are. So, oh. but you know, well, that's what she said. And boy, as, as the evolution of, of the clothing line just come a long way, Karen, just amazing. Yeah. Really, well, I mean, it's really cool stuff. Yeah, it's cool stuff. And, and there's better and, and there's amazing stuff coming. Um, we've got Louise Golden right now that's heading up like creative and doing some fantastic stuff. I love her. And, you know, also technology keeps moving us forward. Um, and, and it's all about 
now, I think we all think a little bit more about protection, right? I used to pull my pads out of my jackets and now I'm like watching these drivers and I'm like, I'm sticking my shoulder pads back in, my impact (laughs) pads back in, you know, I don't know, nobody's looking at me. I'm like looking over going, hello, you know, get off your device. So anyway, so tech, yeah. I'm wearing a full face helmet for the first time ever. And I've been riding since 1994. You You know, I always wore a half shell. So yeah. Karen, I had met you at Femmoto in Las Vegas at the Speedway years ago. Oh yeah. And we oh. were sitting there talking about FXRs and because I'm on my second one. Isn't it cool? The resurgence of the, the popularity of the FXR right now. It is so amazing. So amazing. And you know, I, I love that motorcycle. I love it. Yeah, and yeah. Um, what year is yours? So this one is a 94 and I was working okay. on Barnett's magazine at the time and I would just started yeah. customizing it and it's been done. And I really, I mean, I do little things to it here and there, but I kind of keep it the same. Yeah. As it was, it's kind that of a timeless. Awesome. The, yeah. yeah the, you could shift your body and it would just, it would move um, instantaneous oh. with you. The, the proportion and the weight and the way the engine was, it's just, it's an amazing bike. And the, the, you know, okay. So you go to born free, you go to one of the, the, the rallies where, you know, there's actually like shows with them. Um, and you know, it's yes. really embraced and you're lucky, you're lucky to have one. And I know a couple other gals that have I, them. Um, yeah. I'll never get rid of it. I had a 91. I had to sell that because I had, I got pregnant, you know, had my son. Uh-huh. Now I uh-huh. have this 94 that I've had. He's 20 years old now. And he knows he gets it when I yeah. can't ride anymore. Oh. It's, it's oh. not leaving our family. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're highly sought after. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yep. Cool. It's a good ride. Cool. Yeah. 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 So Aaron, what, what's your favorite bike that you've ever had? God, I can't imagine how many you've had. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. But there's different, do you know, there's different, different criteria for what's a favorite, right? Right. So, of course. You know, you can't beat a touring bike if you're going 5,000 miles, but you know, one of my, um, stylistically is one of, is the cafe. The 77 oh. XLCR because Willie being the rebel <laughs> designer, industrial icon that he is, he designed that ahead of its time. And it's so radical and it's so stripped down in that the, my, the, the, if, if we're talking old bikes, you know, the sound of a shovel is just, there's nothing like it. So, you know, stylistically that thing is rad and, um, and it's, it's, you know, it's older, but um, uh, yeah, I can't wait to, take the Pan Am out and get familiar with that. It's it's Um, the miles on it. The guys here has one and I got up on it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, the tiptoe it, but you get it going and man, they are a lot of fun. So many people love them. So um, (laughs) that's going to be, that's, I got my sights set on that. Just, you know, I want something different. I want something that's, you know, in a way it's going to like, it's going to handle like some craziness that we may want to, you know, our, us girls are always kind of pushing ourselves. Right. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I've always been a soft tail. I'm a soft tail deluxe girl. And I, and maybe it's yep. the influence on the West coast, all the Vicla style um, that yeah. I was exposed to when I first started riding motorcycles. So the, that's always been, uh, always been my favorite, but Hey, I wanted to talk to you, Jill. I remember when I bought my first bike and I walked in and I was really intimidated. 
I mean, I didn't know how to ride a motorcycle at that time. I bought my motorcycle. It got delivered. Then I went to school and learned how to ride a bike. I kind of had the cart before the horse, I guess. Um, but I remember <laughs> back then more gender profiling, like it was real. Like you walked in and you were a girl and, you know, if you walked, there was a guy there, you know, they kind of talked to the guy and it doesn't seem to be the case anymore. Like a lot of that has the dealerships have overcome that. So how much influence did you have on that growth for the company? And what advice would you give to a young lady that's going to Harley right now, getting ready to buy her first bike? Yeah. You know, I think I got a big pass because of my name, honestly, you know, um, but <laughs> there were times and there have been times where, you know, I just walk in and really they don't really know me. And, you know, I'm there a little bit too long before they, you know, ask me if, you know, if I need help or something. And, and you feel that, right? Yeah. Um, I think today we've got more women involved in riding and consequently selling. And, yeah. you know, those women that are, right? They're selling yeah. and they're active yeah. in the dealerships. And it's like, yeah. or it's it's the next gen who's, you know, father. And then maybe it's the daughter who's, who's taking control of the dealerships, which is amazing, right? So yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing more women involved. Right. At retail, at retail and actually teaching and training. We've got such amazing women out there. Mama D Diamond and all these women that get out there and they're like, you know, ready to teach, train, lead. And we've got more women leaders than we ever have had. It's just it's just incredible. I think so, too. I mean, look at the Ross Myers, you know, so, yeah, yeah. there's plenty of women. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's for sure. So. I mean, we are making a difference. We are changing it. We just, and more are involved. Um, yeah. Young women, I mean, I'm finding that the young women, they just want to go for it and get behind the handlebars. I mean, I, I'm finding that they're they're brave and emboldened. The, the, that generation compared to yeah. several generations prior, you know, yeah. empowered. Yeah. They're going I think for so it. Too. Hey, I think so too. I, mean, I think the women, women are ballsy. Yeah. I think the women of writing yeah. today are ballsy. Yeah. Very. Oh, I do too. I do yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I think they're I, just uh, jumping on. Yeah. I worked at Bartels Harley Davidson and from 96 to 98 and I sold F and I in motorcycles and the guys, the other sales guys were pissed <laughs> because I was selling more motorcycles than they were. Yeah, right. it was rare I love it. To find yeah. a, a female rider, let alone a salesperson at right. that point. Right. You know, at that point. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite times in my career. Yeah. 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 Hey, Karen, we have to congratulate you and Bill. You guys are going to the Motorcycle Hall of Fame. What the hell took so long there? But congratulations. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Thank you. I guess we really, we really had to prove ourselves beyond the name. So they gave us like (laughs) extra time to really make good. Yeah, right. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. And, uh, you know, we're, we're honored, you know, it's just, it's, it's quite an honor. So we, you know, there's many greats that are inducted and part of that hall of fame that I'm just like, you know, humbled by, uh, especially the builders, the racers, um, all of that, this industry, you know, it, it keeps you humble, right? There's so many greats and there's so many people that contribute in different ways, you know, like you, Gina, and, and, and we all, we all are together. I, I feel like, I feel like motorcycling is the great leveler. Right. And I love our, our, our kind of campaign this year is United. We ride, um, under COVID it was United. We will ride now United. We ride. 
Um, it just keeps you energized and humble. <laughs> That's all yeah. I can say. There's so many good people. <laughs> I think that's so awesome. You've got such a great grassroots down to earth um, appeal to you. And, you know, I love what you're doing with the clothing line, but you're just all around really, um, you know, you're a great woman advocate. And uh, we really appreciate oh, that. You really yeah, are. Thanks, and thanks. I can't wait. I hope you really are at the Chicks on 60 sites. We would be dying to see you. Know, you. I can't wait. Either the beginning or the end. And I'm going to yeah. try to hit the, you know, but. You've done 66, haven't you? Have you done I've done, the I've done different portions of it. I've never done it all the way. So no, I've been I here in this state and that in that state. So wouldn't that be fun me to get too. a song? But you just did a ride. Mm-hmm. Did you do the ride last year from uh with Alyssa from Sturgis? Or did yes. you guys yes, ride? and that was a blast. And then I got yeah. to know I got to know Mama D Diamond and yeah. you know some other women that were just uh, very inspirational. That was a blast. That was really a blast. And you know, I find that with almost every woman's ride that I go on, it's like, oh, oh we'll see how it goes. And we end up just having a ride of a time. I mean, I don't know. What Do you guys you feel that? I mean, I, I just. <laughs> what was your favorite ride? What's that? What was your favorite ride that oh, you've ever that's, that's really hard. I would say kind of our earlier anniversary rides were. It wasn't a feeding frenzy of, of media and so on and so forth, but we really just got um, to hit the dealers and have one-on-one time with them. And yet it was such a, like say the 95th, before the, even the 100th and the 100th, of course. But yeah. as you're riding with masses of people that want to celebrate um, Harley and you know their riding lifestyle, um, those, those are surprise occasions to meet people that you would never meet and celebrate with our dealers. And those, those are really impactful. They That's really awesome. are. Yeah. Yeah. I, love that. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Fantastic. Yeah. It's great. Karen, we appreciate so. so much that you've joined us today on open road radio and yet you've spent some time with us. You're a huge mentor to so many and a great inspiration. And we really appreciate well, your you, time and, and your, your love for motorcycling. I could talk to you all day. I have so many questions. I know. <laughs> and and we're, all di- we're all dying to ride. So, oh, yeah, thank you exactly. For yeah. Thank you for having me. I, you know, you guys are an inspiration too. keep doing what you're doing. Gina, you are amazing. Really. Thank you so much. <laughs> and we hope to see right. you out there on the open road okay. very soon. Yep. Bye-bye. Like, give it a share. We'll be right back. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone. Emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. 
you ready to ride? Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best-selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all-petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Safe products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at SeafoamSales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews Products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews Products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. Harley-Davidson is synonymous with trips, traveling, and women riders. Harley-Davidson supports all women riders, and they are excited to support the AMCA Riveters Club first event, Chicks on 66, a 14-day cross-country ride June 11th through the 26th that follows Route 66 from Chicago, Illinois to Santa Monica, California. Harley-Davidson hosts Chicks on 66 launching the ride from the Harley-Davidson Museum on Friday, June 10th, where the day's schedule will include rider registration, motorcycle tech check, meet and greet, dinner, riders meeting, and optional museum tours. On Saturday, June 11th, riders will depart for Chicago, setting forth on Route 66 on Sunday morning. Follow along on Harley-Davidson's website, The Riveters, and Open Road Radio's Facebook page, where you can see, hear, and follow the stories and interviews from Harley-Davidson representatives and these 40-some motorcycle enthusiasts. That's Chicks on 66 Cross Country Ride, June 11th through the 26th. Check it out on Open Road Radio. Warm weather means more friends, more road trips, more fun, and more people on the road. But it also means more distractions. Summer brings out motorcycle riders, so please remember to look twice, even three times, to see motorcycles and to cut down on distractions while driving. Let's keep this summer fun. Hey, we've got a special treat, guys. We are doing a little series on Sons of Speed. I hope nobody's sick of it because I can never get sick of it. We have got a feature with Randy Detroit Hayward, and he joins us today from Detroit, I'm guessing. That's right, the Motor City in the house. <laughs> Fantastic. Man, thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited to see you guys um next or this coming week we're going to be leaving wednesday and uh we'll be arriving thursday to uh tennessee sons of speed and i look forward to seeing you in person but um i had a good time looking you up and getting some pictures together and so forth so you had quite a a uh a what should i say a a, a career in motorcycling in racing 
Well, you just promoted me. You called it a career. <laughs> I thought I was just having fun, but I'll take it as a career. It's not paying, but I'll take it. <laughs> Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Tell us, tell us about yourself. Well, uh, as the uh, nickname uh, implies, I am from Detroit, born and raised. Uh, when people try to test me, they usually say what high school or what side or give me a treat. <laughs> and I just look at them and shake my head. I would not take that moniker if I wasn't from Detroit. So born and raised, I uh, left Detroit when I was 19 and served proudly eight years in the Air Force, two tours, and then got thank out. Thank you for your service. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. It changed thank my life. I, I tell folks uh, to get out of Detroit, it changed my life. Uh, became an educator. Start taking students around the world because they, you know, perish from a lack of exposure. So I've taken students to Italy, Paris, Munich, Germany. <laughs> truth be told, I really wasn't trying to take them. I was just trying to go on the school's dime. So, <laughs> and so uh, I was it's collecting. Strategy. Thank you. As a as a as a motorcycle enthusiast or scooter bum, I was collecting bikes. And about uh, ten years ago, I, I said I should start racing. And uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm a rookie. Someone even told me once was just like riding uh, when you rode dirt bikes. And I said, I'm from Detroit. We rode 10 speeds. We didn't have. <laughs> right. <that. laughs> I rode dirt bikes. I'm that's from Joliet. Cool. So yeah. I know what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you know, I, I, I'm, the, I'm the old rookie, as I like to say. Well, I think it's fantastic. I saw a couple of fun pictures uh, that we're going to throw on the screen. Um, the winter, uh, you had a winter camp. And uh, I think you went down a couple of times and got right back up. That's right. You know, listen, if, it, if it's not sketchy, it's not fun. So my, my wife tells me that's just a saying. I shouldn't try to live to it. But yes, uh, Mark Foster put together a winter moto camp. We, we don't like uh, riding to end. I was even told, do not call it riding season. You either ride or you don't. And so we, <laughs> it's easy for us to say in Nevada because we literally can't ride year round. But I usually hear from my West Coast friends, but, I, but I've accepted it. So during the winter, <laughs> I went to a moto camp and I participated with a uh, custom 1929. And do not unhook me from this Zoom when I tell you it is fully EV, you know. Listen. <laughs> I wear gasoline for cologne, but I have no problem being innovative. So, yes, I was at the motor camp on a uh, electric awesome. motorcycle. Excellent. Wow. Just a, that, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Gina. Just that you can do that. I think it's great. And that's the way things are, are, are volleyed to. So good for you, man. Thank good you. For it you. was like an, you called it an NDN4. Is that the same one? Yes, that is. And we, we put, uh, the painter put an E for I, right. Indian, and we really thought we were being creative and we found out <laughs> that there's a binary coding program that <laughs> electrical engineers go through and it's spelled with an E, so nothing's new under the sun. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it was a, uh, a, a Indian four frame chassis I had, I, like I said, as a collector. My kids called me a hoarder, but as a collector. <laughs> we all have a different word for it. That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> so are you into the, um, speaking of the winter, are you into the ice racing? Have you come into the uh, 
all of a sudden everybody's ice racing and I just love it. You know, uh, uh, high voltage runs to run and uh, bass, Jenny Bass and oh, and Eric. Yeah, just good friends. And uh, Shai, are you into that as well? Yeah, first of all, those are some of my favorite people. So they've invited me out. I probably shouldn't say this because I suppose it'd be Detroit tough. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I am definitely scared of water. <laughs> it's uh, ice it's frozen know, but if it breaks i not only freeze i drown and i don't know which one comes first but, um, <laughs> no. I'm, oh my God. God. I'm with you i'm and with you i'm scared now, of that stuff come on yeah now. i'm scared of black ice i'm scared of falling in ice cold water Listen. none of that sounds appealing to me <laughs> randy i think i think you are hilarious i can't wait to meet you in person well these are, my, these are my dad jokes, as my kids call them. <laughs> what about, um, what about uh, Sons of Speed? What number are you? What can people I look for? number 313. Uh, that's the zip code, excuse me, the area code, uh, telephone area code for Detroit. Oh. So I, I race under number 313. That's cool. Uh, I, I race in the 45 class, and I race the first year of the Harley Davidson 45. So I raced in 1929. I'm only saying that because as you see, uh, I tell people I don't race, I pace because I tend to come in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, I'm going to be using that at the track in June. I'm going to a track day and that's what I'm going to say. I, I might even have a t-shirt made that says pace, not race. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, people always ask, they say, uh, do you win? I said, absolutely. I win new friends. Uh, uh, I win new relationships. Love it. Uh, did I win the race? No. Did I get the checker flag? But uh, the experience and, and with Sons of Speed, you, you have to think about, we are standing on the shoulders of these historical racers who put life and limb on the line. And we're replicating that in what Billy and Aaron has put together uh, uh, in Florida and Sturgis and now Tennessee. And my schedule is crazy. I, I really don't have the time to go to Tennessee, but I'm like that kid that never wants to miss anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I'm like you. I don't have time either, but I have to go. Yeah. I just did met I you. Just... I just met you. I have to go. <laughs> but so look, did I hear, don't did put I your hear... money on me, though. Don't, don't bet on me. <laughs> Oh, come on. Did I hear you're going to be on the West Coast? Are you an invited builder to Born Free? I am an invited builder. Um, yes. This uh, is my see you there. Me too. This is my, who, who's an invited builder? You're the invited Ooh, builder. I thought, right? I thought someone said me too. I was about no, to. No, no, no. We'll we will see you yeah. there. We're oh, going to be right a, down oh. with the chicks on 66 yeah. coming uh, on that ride. And then when, once we get to Barstow with them, we're going to break off and go down to Born Free. So I look forward to meeting you in person there. I, I look forward to Is this your first time at Born Free? It will be my first time. Bye. Not yours. So yeah. just imagine Woodstock meets Choppers. Oh, she got a Born Free. Is that Born Free 11? <laughs> I, I, yeah, at, I love that I, show. I was at Born Free 11. I built a bike for Born Free 11 as well. Nice. And nice. I said, Wonderful. I wouldn't do this again. And here I am again. So. <laughs> of course. 
I've heard that before. I've heard people say they're never doing it again. Randy, we have to run. But Matt, it has just been a special treat for us to talk to you. I cannot wait to talk to you again. Um, We'll have to I'll have to interview you when I'm down there. We'll get some good stuff. And um, I can't wait to see. We'll see you at the races, man. Ladies, what a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing and let's promote this two wheel lifestyle. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Thank you. See you soon. Absolutely. Tennessee next week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What a great show. Thank you, everybody, for uh, staying with us tonight and looking forward to the holiday um, heading out of town. Uh, But there are some things going on in. in the world to celebrate our Memorial Weekend, which is next Monday. And we do have a pre-recorded show that we'll be playing, but we've got some things that are happening. Um, one of the things that uh, is happening in the Chicagoland area, so the Rolling Thunders, uh, they have their Mid-America Demonstration Parade on Sunday, May 29th. It's always a great time. It's at the Level Health uh, Center in North Chicago. And it goes from the Heinz uh, VA Hospital, Maywood, Illinois, to Cantigny Park. Uh, do you remember Cantigny Park? Big museum. Dedicated to veterans. Dedicated to veterans. So that's a great that's place cool. to, to end the parade. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So the purpose is to remind our government that the American public demands full accountability over our prisoners of war still missing in action. Uh, the parade details are on Rolling Thunder um, Chapter One.com. Um, go and check that out. Rolling Thunder Illinois.com. Uh, so go and check that out. The Rolling Thunder obviously is a 501c3, and they have yes. memberships and chapters all over the world. After that, uh, I've got the Sons of Speed that I'm heading to. That's going to be in Tennessee. Looking forward to that. Um, May 30th, you've got something going on out there, guys. Flags over the dam. Yeah, it's actually uh, May 29th. So it's the Sunday before actual Memorial Day. Uh, you, The Vietnam Vets, Legacy Vets, are uh, going to do the flags over Hoover Dam run again. So you want to get up to the top of Hoover Dam by 10 o'clock in the morning and gather up there. And it's about a two and a half mile long procession of motorcycles decorated with flags. Wow. And uh, just to show appreciation of all of our U.S. veterans that have served our country and uh, post and present. And so that's a fabulous ride. Fantastic. And then we've got, what else is coming up, guys? We've got the uh, War Dogs Charity Riders. That is going to be, oh my gosh, that's going to be a week from Sunday then. So Memorial Weekend is coming up this Sunday, and then it's the next Sunday. So things are coming fast. War Dog Charity Riders, June 5th. Please join us at Woodstock. Harley Davidson kickstands are up at 11 a.m. I want to thank Karen Davidson for joining us today. Uh, Randy Detroit Hayward, as well as Andrea Yu. And uh, you gals also, thank you for your time. And see you next week right here on Motorcycle Mondays. Thank you for tuning in to America's premier motorcycle talk show, Open Road Radio. Hey, thanks for coming along. We hope you enjoyed the ride.